Welcome back to your source for fantasy hockey news. It's the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, big Monday edition. After a jam-packed weekend in the NHL, there is a lot to get to on today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Steele and I are going to break it all down for you. Let's get right to it. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You heard the music and you know what time it is. It's time for the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast with Steel and Flip, a jam-packed Monday edition that is going to give you everything that you need to know from around the world of the NHL and, of course, fantasy hockey. And we're getting to big-time bets for Monday's six-game board. It's a jam-packed episode, Steel. They usually are on Monday. We got waiver wire targets. We got a lot of news. Jacob Chikrin injured. The Kings doing special things. Bruins clinch. Jack Hughes hits 40. My goodness, this is now crunch time for fantasy GMs and for us because we got to feed the people with what they need. So I'm going to keep this preamble very short and say (laughs) thank you for making us your first listen Every single day, Steele and I wouldn't be here without y'all, and we hope that we've pushed you into a good position to make some money this season. Steele, there is so much to get to. We want to also talk about Sid and Ovi, an absolute legendary performance from both of them again, head-to-head. But let's get to waiver wire to start. Lots of news, lots of news. We're going to break it all down. To each, though, we're keeping it short and sweet. I'm excited to hear who you have. Yeah, I got a couple players here. Uh, I got three players, actually, so two from the same team, and then uh, just one that I really want to talk about as well. Two guys from the Philadelphia Flyers real quick, Owen Tippett and Scott Lawton, both under 40% right now. Tippett, he's on the top line. He's playing with your boy Noah Cates and Joel Farabee for the the, uh, Philadelphia Flyers. He's on the top power play Mm. unit, second penalty kill unit, six points in his last five games. It's definitely a kid that I'm keeping my eyes on for next season. And then Scott Lawton, 41 points in 68 games. The peripheral stats are great with Scott Lawton as well. And this is the crazy Mm -hmm. thing. He's averaged 18 and a half minutes all season long, except for the last three games. The last three games, he's only averaged 13 minutes. Yet he still has four points in the last three games too. So he's finding the production offensively. He's getting it done. And he's been one of those very, uh, he's been one of those players that I want to highlight for the Philadelphia Flyers. So both, Owen Tippett and Scott Lawton, Philadelphia Flyers. They've won their last three games. They're playing good hockey right now. And they've got four games Mm -hmm. this upcoming week. Montreal Canadiens, Ottawa Senators, Buffalo Sabres, and Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. Penguins. So very advantageous week for Mm -hmm. for those two young players. And Scott Lawton just seems to be one of those guys, Steele, that is like a fantasy darling at times because he can get it done a little bit of everything for you, like a really good flyer flyer wow sorry i had to um (laughs) week to week sometimes you know he's not a guy you're obviously drafting but very quickly for me and i like keeping waiver wire short and sweet right now because realistically you're not making a ton of moves if you're still paying this close attention to the waiver wire at this time of year it's one or two moves or hopefully none because your team is just that good and you're banging out right now 
But Victor Arvidsson, Steele, this is one of the guys you and I have bring up, I think, every few weeks because or a few months because he goes on these little mini heaters. Yeah. And he's just a little dynamo of a player, a guy that I really like. And that second line, again, back together, doing good things. Trevor Moore, Philip Deneau, Victor Arvidsson. If we're talking about one of the more underrated second lines over the last couple of years, fantasy production-wise, those three have to be in that conversation. So Victor Arvidsson, 63% owned on ESPN. He's been on a little bit of a heater, having another good season. Two goals against Winnipeg over the weekend. And the Kings have four games this week, Steel. Seattle, Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver. I really like the chances there. And Philip Heedle is my second guy, Steel. Before I turn it back over to you for your take on both of my guys, Philip Heedle is also one of those guys that I really like. Two points against Florida over the weekend. He's playing with Capo Caco and Alexis Lafreniere, and he's still getting it done. 21 goals, 20 assists, available 11% in ESPN. And again, four games this week for the Rangers. Blue Jackets, Devils, Buffalo, and Washington. Hey, if you need a little offensive boost, I like what I'm seeing from Hedl. Yeah, Hedl and Arvinson. You know we love guys from the LA Kings. And, and I picked up Victor Arvinson at the very beginning of the fantasy hockey season. And he hasn't left my roster since then. He's been absolutely terrific. Nice. Love Philip Hedl. He's been on my team as well for the last two months. And he's been absolutely solid alongside Alexi Lafreniere and Capo Caco. So a couple of young guys that we like. We like the LA Kings second line players, Philip Deneau. Alex Iafalo, yes. yes. Victor Arvidsson, Trevor Moore, all those mm -hmm. guys. My last player, it's David Krejci of the Boston Bruins. Rostered at 31% okay. right now on Yahoo. If you need offensive production, Krejci's okay. your guy. 55 points in 66 games. If you're looking for peripheral stats. Good year. Yeah, very good year. If you're looking for those peripheral stats, stay away from Krejci. Shots blocked, hit penalty <laughs> minutes. You won't like what you find there, but... The offensive production is there for Krejci. He's on the he's the second line center. Mm -hmm. He's playing between Pavel Zaka and David Pasternak. You can't go wrong with those two players. If you need goals, no. you need assists, you need specialty points. Krejci's your guy. He's got three goals in his past four games, and uh, they've also got four games this upcoming week. The best team in the NHL mm -hmm. take on the Nashville Predators, Columbus Blue Jackets, Pittsburgh Penguins, and the St. Louis Blues. Very advantageous okay. schedule, yeah. Amongst some of those bottom tier teams, so. David Krejci, Owen Tippett, Scott Lawton, all those guys. Can't miss out on them. We're going to talk about the Boston Bruins in a second here, Steele. And it might be interesting, though, to see what happens now because they're going to lock up basically everything, right? Oh, they're, yeah. They're home, home ice advantage. The, the division is locked up. So I'm interested to see what the, you know, the coaching staff does in Boston and mm -hmm. what that might do to these fantasy – you know, Pasternak's going to play less minutes. You can't help but feel they're going to do something to protect some of these players. I don't know. I'm just speculating. So these are one of the things that we have to keep an eye on down the stretch. Speaking of which, injuries are going to really make or break you right now. And Jacob Chikrin is a guy, Steele, that I think you and I actually at the start of the year, even with his doubts of where he was going to play, you have to be careful with this yeah. guy, with his injuries. He's had an injury history. When he's playing well, there's so much to like about his game, but that's one of those caveats with this player. And here we go again, mm -hmm. lower body injury. I don't know if you saw the play against, uh, I think it was Tampa in a very uh, fiery game. Uh, Victor Hedman actually slew-footed him in that game. That was the same Yeah, one. I didn't see it. I missed it. it. It was an awkward play. It was an awkward play, and it didn't – it's not, like, terrible, but if you're saying week to week, Steve, what do we have, three weeks, three and a half weeks left in the season? Yeah. That might be his season if he doesn't come back. And it's just a shame because 
he really has looked good. And if you have been patient with Chikrin, he's been paying off for you. And, you know, you're going to have to do something to fill that void. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing, too. We've talked about this with Jack Hughes when he's healthy and he's in the lineup. He's a completely different nice player. It's, a, nice it's, it's absolutely incredible. So it's the same thing with Jakob Chikrin. And like you said, two to three, two to three weeks, he might be out. He might be done for the season. I think the Ottawa Senators are done right mm. now as well. I think this is the cherry mm. on top that solidifies mm-hmm. the Ottawa Senators' playoff chances moving forward. They've dealt with injuries all season long to top players in their lineup, like Josh True. Norris, Jakob Chikrin, a few more. We know what they've been through with the, yeah, with the goaltenders and yeah. Cam Talbot and Anton Forsberg uh, a lot mm-hmm. more recently than, than all season long, but still. Uh, they dealt with a lot of injuries, and even then, with all the adversity that they've had to come over and fight over, they still had a very, very good chance at making the playoffs. If you look back, to the, if you look back at to the end of February, and uh, you know, end of yeah, end of February, early March, they were on a five-game win streak. They actually might have been mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. second wild card spot for a day or two, or maybe just one point behind it. But no, nonetheless. They were in. They the, were creeping. They were creeping. They were, creeping. They were on. They were yep. in the in the race. They kept it tight. And then what do they do? They lose six out of their next seven games to teams like Chicago, to Vancouver, to Calgary. And even though they aren't mathematically eliminated with this Jakob Chikrin injury and the the remaining schedule that they have, that is very very difficult, might I add. So. Yeah, with Chikrin now out, even though they're not mathematically eliminated, they're pretty much eliminated because of what's happened the last five to six games and now having Chikrin go out for the last two to three weeks of the uh, remaining schedule. And seeing what we've seen from the Pittsburgh Penguins and even the Florida Panthers, yeah. and we know the Islanders are still holding down that top wildcard spot. Those three teams are the, you know, I know Florida is still on the outside looking in, but after that steal, it's really starting to look like one of those teams, Buffalo, Washington, Ottawa is going to have to do something really miraculous mm-hmm. and get very lucky as well to get in there. So this Chikrin news, again, just not the season for the Ottawa Senators, but my goodness, what would have happened with a full year of Josh Norris, a full year of healthy goaltenders? Now they have some options going into next season. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what the Senators do. You know what we're going to do, baby? We're going to get to big-time bets. We have a lot more to talk about. Sidney Crosby goes toe-to-toe with Alex Ovechkin again. I got some hot takes for you, Steele, and some stats that I think you're going to like. Jack Hughes hits the 40 mark. Bruins clinch the Atlantic. And my goodness, the LA Kings on a special heater setting franchise records. We're going to get to all of it right after the break, which is sponsored by Athletic Greens. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens and AG1. And it's a product that Steele and I love to use every single day because with just one scoop in your water every morning, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and everything that you need to start your day right It's lifestyle-friendly, people, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It's 2023, and AG1 is here for you. Trust me, it costs less than $3 a day. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. With just one scoop in your water every single day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. You know, Steele hates his pills, <laughs> and that's why he's hard on the AG1. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is hit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on your favorite podcast platform, including YouTube. So make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We appreciate all the love, all the support that our listeners show us every single day. And hopefully everyone out there is in the playoffs right now. You're making Mm -hmm. the playoffs, you're making the championship, and you're doing well in your matchups this week. Hopefully you get to the semifinals or you're in the finals by now, baby. So playoffs, fantasy-wise, they're right here. NHL playoffs right around the corner. Flip, we got a lot of topics to get to before we get to big-time bets. Where do you want to start? Mm -hmm. Boston Bruins, LA Kings, Jack Hughes. There's a lot of topics. you know what? And before we even get to one, and honestly, like I'm just going to throw one out in a second. Watching hockey this weekend was really awesome. Like yeah. just straight up and down. I was like, these games <laughs> are, they're really starting to make me excited for the postseason steal. I, I think we're in for a real special one. Oh, yes. And maybe that's just because you and I are just hockey degenerates. And like, <laughs> we could say this every single year, but it's really looking like we're teeing ourselves up here for something awesome. And why don't we start with something that is awesome going on with the Boston Bruins? Yeah. And we can keep this one short because we saw it coming. But the Bruins, actually, that game against the Lightning again, an amazing one. I don't know if you caught any of those highlights. A couple of scraps, a couple of real gritty situations that make this game look like it's going to be playoff atmosphere already. They clinched the Atlantic Division steal, and they are the best team in the league. What's your take on this other than this team has just been now – just straight up and down dominant. And I can't believe you and I have to seriously sit here and eat our crow and our hat and a whole bunch of other stuff, maybe a shoe, because we said we were think. I think we both said the Bruins are in for a regression. Boy, were we wrong about that one. Yeah, we were way off the mark on that take. Uh, and they they proved a lot of people wrong. A lot of, I think, I think actually a decent amount of people didn't think mm. the Bruins would be this good, but this is why they've no. been this good for so long. It, oh, the, they've had, sensational talent for as long as I can remember the last 10 to 15 years alone. You know, you mm-hmm. go back to do when they won the Stanley cup, Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, you know, Tuka Rask, legends like Tim Thomas, Zeno Charo, Mila and Lucci when they were here. Yeah. You look at guys of what, uh, you know, the guys they have for the future as well. Pasternak, McAvoy, DeBrusque, Swayman, Allmark. Mm-hmm. They draft mm-hmm. very, very well. They negotiate yep. well and they do business yep. well. And, I yep. think that was a part of the reason why, you know, maybe we thought they were going to be a little bit of a regression. They're starting to pay mm. guys a little bit more. Would they be able to find the right pieces to, you know, fit mm. the puzzle that they've got going here nicely? But they do that every single time. Don Sweeney, Peter Shirelli for the last 10 to 15 years, they make the contracts look ever so sweet. You know, Brad Marchand for 6.2 million. David Pasternak, mm-hmm. he's just getting his big contract next year, 11.5, so whatever it is. They... They hand out and they negotiate contracts very well to these superstar players. And that's why they've been the best team or one of the best teams for the last two decades, it seems like. They're always in the mix. They're always in the playoffs. They're always making a deep playoff run, mm-hmm. run it seems like. And that is a huge part of it. The business side of the Boston Bruins, the right contracts, the right players, making the team fit like a very easy puzzle. They do well at the NHL trade deadline every single season as well. They get the guys that they target. And, and, so true. The, you know, the fact, again, that we saw a regression and they go out and become the fastest team <laughs> to 50 points. You know, the fastest, oh, or sorry, the fastest team to 50 wins, the fastest team to 100 points. They've already everything, every record, every, every record you could think yeah. of. 
and they've got it as a team. And, and what Allmark has been able yep. to do as well, uh, the Vesna Trophy, uh, I know he hasn't won it yet, but I'm going to claim it for He's him. He's going right to win now. it. He's going to win it. What Allmark has been able to do this season is one of the most spectacular goalie performances I've seen as a whole uh, in a very long time. So, and you know, this is this is talking about a lot of great goalies over the last six to seven years. Allmark has been absolutely spectacular. So, what I what this year the Boston Bruins just absolutely incredible. Honestly, I've got, I'm out of words at this point. You're out of words, but you nailed a whole bunch of good ones together. Have a sip of water, pal. I don't even <laughs> think I need to give any more breakdown here, other than. I'm going to just say it straight from the heart as a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. I want Boston bad in the second round, and I want Toronto to put this beautiful number one, the dream <laughs> season, right off the rails, baby. But they're going to have to get through the three straight time trip to the Stanley Cup and two ba banners in the rafters yep. in the Tampa Bay Lightning. And it's a, it's a sleeping giant right now in the Tampa Bay Lightning. You don't want to poke the bear. They're having their troubles. I know it. And we're not getting off on a tangent. There's going to be lots of playoff breakdowns, X factors, under the radar guys. We're going to talk about playoff pools. If you're in those, lots of that content coming up at Steel. It's a bit of a sleeping bear, I think, situation right now with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And yeah, they're having their struggles. But you know, the second that puck drops on game one, they will not be rattled and they will be ready to go. So we're going to get there. But anyway, Bruins, special stuff. We're going to get to Jack Hughes as well. I have to talk about Sid and Ovi quickly. So very, very quickly. I just had to show some love to the LA Kings. Tie the franchise mark with points in 11 straight games. And we mentioned Arvidsson in that second line. This is just a balanced team. And Jornis Corposalo's ad, I know he's been splitting time with Copley. But this just seems like one of those teams, Steel, like they're sneaky. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. they're balanced. They have the veteran pieces. They have the young talent. Kopitar, Dowdy, like, this experience is also there. I'm just so excited to see what these special regular seasons mean in the playoffs. And we're going to talk about Jack Hughes' special season. But, yeah, I don't know. L.A. Kings lurking around in the top of that division. Big 4-1 win over the Jets over the weekend yeah. as well, Steele. Yeah, and that's the thing about the LA Kings, you know, with everything that they've been through this season as well, you know, trading Jonathan Quick and, and that right, big right. chaos at the NHL trade deadline and the crooked numbers, you know, losing 9-6 to the uh, Seattle Kraken or 9-7 to the Seattle Kraken, you know, early, you know, mid-season. They've had some very crooked games, but what I'm looking at right now, uh, you know, they're second in the Pacific Division, they either need to get to the top of the division, they need to get ahead of Vegas, or they need Seattle mm. to get third in the Pacific Division. If they go up against the Edmonton Oilers in the first round, I'm not sure that they can take on the Edmonton Oilers and Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, uh, to start the playoffs. Didn't they go toe-to-toe -to -toe last year? Did, didn't that happen? I swear they the Kings go, and Oilers, they, but it went seven, did. didn't it? They went, they, went seven, they went seven games, but Edmonton but now Oilers still came up. Edmonton okay. Oilers still came up on top, and this is a different Connor McDavid we're seeing this season. He's that's, shooting the puck on net more. He's scoring the true. goals. He's doing a lot of it himself alongside Leon Dreisaitl. Zach Hyman's a different breed. Ryan Nugent Hopkins a different breed. Uh, a breed. Mm. They've got Matthias Ekholm now. they got Stuart Skinner instead of Mike Smith. I still don't trust the goaltending, but all I'm I saying was is say. that in the first round, I would not want to be going up against Connor McDavid.
Well, eight zero oh, and two. This LA Kings team over the last ten. First of all, and I, know, I just I know, I no, know. no, no, no. I'm not just fully disagreeing with you, Steele, because you know I've been on here talking about <laughs> putting futures bets on the Edmonton Oilers for the last three seasons, and that's just because they have Connor McDavid. It's not rocket science. Yeah, but I guess what I'm gonna say is. Yeah, I know Mike Cuckoo Mike Smith was obviously not the guy to trust. But let me hit you with this take, since we're going down this rabbit hole. If you have a guy in Mike Smith who's played so actually quite a bit in the playoffs and he goes on these crazy runs, or you have Stuart Skinner and Jack Campbell, I know during the regular season Mike Smith is Mike Smith. But I'd almost prefer a Wiley veteran in there to these two guys right now heading in to a red-hot L.A. Kings team if that's who they face. Anyway, let's leave that for our playoff <laughs> tee-up because I think you and I are going to have to dive back into that one. I have to talk about Sid and Ovi. I'm getting there in a second, Steel. But why don't I throw it over to you for Mr. Jack Hughes. 40 goals, Devils clinch a playoff spot. What are you seeing from Jack Hughes? Because I know what I'm seeing. We'll get the Jack Hughes, uh, Jack Hughes and the rest, Sid, Sid and Ovi and Big Time Bets very, very soon. But I got, I do have to let everyone know about Thank you. our sponsorship with Built Bar. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. If you're looking for delicious, healthy treats, then you need to try Built Bar right now. And if you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise the taste, then man, oh man, do I have just the thing for you. you got to try Built. And with Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious. You won't think they're the perfect snack for you, but they actually are before or after the gym. And what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. Right up my alley and right up your alley as well. Real chocolate is absolutely the best thing in the world. Mm -hmm. And they come in un unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond, and many, many more. And now you don't even have to wait around to order from Built.com like we've been suggesting for years. You still can, but now you can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and pick up a box from there. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Or if you're closer to Sam's Club, grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, browner, batty, and churro. Get some Built Bars and thank me later. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on your favorite podcast platform, including YouTube. So hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. Flip and I appreciate all the love, all the support our listeners show us every mm -hmm. single day. We're going to be here for you as well during the playoff season and the summertime right around the corner. Don't miss an episode Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Time. Flip, like you mm. said before, Jack Hughes having an unbelievable season for the New Jersey Devils. And, and look, you and I have talked about this kid a lot, what he can do when he's healthy. And what else can you expect from the first overall pick in 2019 when he plays almost every single game in a season? It, it, you know, we've like I've been hard on Hughes since entering the NHL. Yes, like you I have. said, he's, yes, he's you missed have. significant amount of time. Uh, you know, he needs to bulk up. He needs to get bigger. He can't get pushed around in the NHL anymore. We know the skill that he has. So I've been, I've been hard on, uh, I've been hard on him since entering the NHL, but honestly, looking back at the four years he's been through already, you know, 21 points in 61 games in his rookie, uh, in his rookie season. Yeah. You know, everyone struggles in the rookie season. He's talked about the struggles that he went through, you know, publicly, 
uh, and, you know, interviews and, 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 uh, and, and things like that, where he's talked about how mm -hmm. difficult it was in his rookie season, second season in mental, the NHL. Mental health. Yeah. The mental health of it, you know, yep. second season in the NHL COVID happens. Everyone had a down season. Then everyone struggled 31 points in 56 games. It's still a little bit better than the rookie season. Then last year, even with missing half the season, he put up 56 points in 49 games. He was a point, he was over a point per game player last year, and he only played half the season. And now at 22 years old, he's putting up over yeah. 90 plus points in his fourth year. Uh, it, it's absolutely incredible what he's been able to do. And we've talked about this since starting this podcast, you, you know, a year and a half ago or a year and three months ago. Jack Hughes is a special talent, but he needs to stay healthy. And the New Jersey's New Jersey Devils aren't going anywhere unless he's playing 75 to 85 percent of the games. And that's exactly what he's done this year. Yeah, even higher. That's just how important he is. He needs to be playing, you know, 90 percent of these games for the New Jersey yes. Devils. And after, you know, he was one of the highlights for me over the weekend. And steal uh, his two point, you know, he's got five points in his last two games. He was all over the ice against the Ottawa Senators. It felt like, yeah, he had two points. It felt like he could have had like eight. That was how confident he looked. And that's what I wanted to get mm -hmm. to with Jack Hughes is, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, he's starting to play his way into the top 15 best players in the NHL. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we're not talking about straight up fantasy value because like you can't ignore the Brady Kachuk, Matthew Kachuk's of the world, tease, tease to the big time bets coming up at the end <laughs> of the show. Because he doesn't get those peripherals, right? Steel, like yeah. he's, it's not his game to hit and block shots. That's not what he does. But now that he's getting that health and getting the run out, you're seeing the confidence and he's all over the ice. This episode's getting super long, people. Thank you for riding with us. The Jack Hughes 40 goal mark, we had to talk about it. He was on both of our top was it top five players under something? You know, we had him on the list, people. He's <laughs> got to be on your list as well. Okay. Off this very Sid OV conversation, because if you weren't able to watch it live and you haven't seen the highlights yet from that game on Saturday between Washington and Pittsburgh, I would run the tape back because you're going to miss these two while they're gone, Steel. I think that's what I wanted to yeah. start off. We're going to miss these two when they're gone because they bring out the best in each other. You could see it at the end of the game when Sidney Crosby won it. And they're all going for the playoff spot. OV, Sid, go toe-to-toe. -to -toe, and this rivalry has defined the NHL steal. And just very quickly, head-to-head. -head, and this was a sneaky stat that I had to write down for you. Mm -hmm. Crosby and the Penguins actually hold the advantage head-to-head -head by nine games. Nine more wins for Sid and the boys head-to-head -head against Ovi. And how about this, Steele? Head-to-head, Crosby, 23 more points than Mr. Ovechkin. When you talk about the two greatest, you might yeah. have to just remember that Sid has gotten it done that much more and the wins to prove it. So just a little, you know, good stat there, I think, <laughs> from that head-to-head. They've had a very competitive, very strong battle head to head between Ovechkin and Crosby for the longest mm -hmm. times. You know, uh, you know, getting drafted first overall back to back seasons. You know, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Or sorry, when 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 they when they got drafted. But that was the first thing I wanted to yeah. talk about as well with Ovechkin and Crosby is how much longer are we actually able going to see these guys in the NHL? Because not a lot of players pay, play past 
40 years old. You know, I think about some of the most recent guys, you know, obviously you've got Craig Anderson, uh, who's 41 and Mike Smith last year, who just recently retired, who was 41. Those two were goalies, mm-hmm. but most recently, you know, you've got Zdeno Chara, uh, you've got Zdeno Chara, you've got Chara, Joe yeah. Thornton, uh, you've got Joe Thornton, Eric Stahl guys still like, out there. Yeah, yeah, Eric Stahl still out there. You've got guys like you know Daniel Alvertson back in 2015, I believe it was. You got a couple of mm. other guys, mm. Yarmir Yager, who was uh, 45 years old back oh, in 2017. Yeah. So yeah, not a lot he's of guys still playing, and he's still playing. That's the most ridiculous thing too. But <laughs> not a lot of players play past 40 years old and even get to 41, 42, or however old they get, but. You know, mm-hmm. Ovechkin's 37, Crosby's 36. How much longer are we really realistically going to be able to watch Not these long. two guys? We've been watching them. I've been watching them my entire life. Everyone's been watching them Legit. their entire life. So Legit your entire life. My entire life has been Crosby, Ovechkin, and some of those other guys that have just recently retired. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously it's the mm-hmm. passing of a torch. You know, it's going to McKinnon, yep. Mc, uh, you know, McDavid, Pachinak, all those younger guys now, Matthews. So, yeah. It's been incredible to watch these guys. It's been incredible to watch them go head to head in the regular season, in the playoffs. And it's been absolutely, it's been a spectacular ride. And yeah, Crosby and Ovechkin, you know, some of the best mm-hmm. to ever play the game, to ever lace them up. Such a good game on Saturday, too. Seriously, run the tape back. It's just awesome hockey back and forth. And you can just see how much Ovechkin from his office, just such a bullet. Like, it's like, you know, it's coming. It's like taxes, man. And death, you just know it's coming. Like you can't, it's coming for you. Anyway, not to get morbid because this is when I get the most fired up steel Monday, six game board. We're keeping this very short and sweet people because you know, we're on the locked on fantasy network. You know, we're part of those. That's the crew, but they're keeping these short and sweet. So they're on us here, Steel. If you don't mind, you want me to kick off the picks or how are you feeling here? Yeah, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll start us off. I'll start us off to start this Thank fresh you. week. Um, I, I I do really like all three of my picks, actually. So if you don't mind, I'll just rattle Fire. all three of them off. Fire it off. Avalanche, first pick of the night. Avalanche on the puck line against the Anaheim Ducks. Has they lost their last matchup against the Ducks early, earlier this year, Revenge. five three. But the seven previous games, they've won. They won all seven by two or more, two or more goals. So that's the first pick. Avalanche on the puck line, and like you say, it's definitely going to be a revenge game. And they're looking. Yeah. Look, they're only a few few points back of the uh, top position in the Central. So and closing. They're closing. Avalanche puck line. That's the first pick. Second pick mm-hmm. of the night. The Wild and the Minnesota Wild and Seattle Kraken have only played five times in the history uh, between these two teams. Four of them have gone under the number. So I'm going to take the under six and a half in the Wild Kraken game. I might even put it down to maybe five and a half, depending on what the odds are. Ooh, but I'm going to play a little spicy. bit safer. I'm going to stick, as of right now, I'm sticking with the under six and a half in the Seattle Kraken Minnesota Wild matchup. So that's the second pick of the night. And this, mm-hmm. this is my lock of the night, and it banged out for me last week. Oilers and Coyotes over six and a half goals in this matchup. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my lock of the night. Two, one under, one over, and a puck line. Those are my three picks for Monday. For Monday, love it. My first pick was also Avs on the puck line. So thank you for the preamble. Explained it very nicely. Like the revenge angle. The Colorado Avalanche have a pretty easy schedule right now. A couple of games against Zona. They're playing Sunday against Zona. They're currently winning that game. Looks like they'll get the two points there. Montreal at Buffalo Steel is my second pick. Before I get to my lock of the night, which is a player prop. 
Montreal at Buffalo, you know where I'm going with this one. And when I look at the last few numbers between these two, where do you think it's headed? The total has gone over the number in eight of the last 10 games for Montreal. They just hung in eight spot. Who are they playing on Saturday? They just pumped a team. Columbus, 8-2. Buffalo, obviously, their strength is scoring goals. Yep. They're desperate right now. They're probably on their way out of the playoff race, but I think they're going to get theirs. Tuck has been scoring. Thompson is scoring again. Over six and a half, minus 130 is the odd there, Steele. And honestly, one of my favorite games on this board is Senators-Panthers. And I think the Kachuk brothers are going to put on a show, both playing very <laughs> well. And before having his point uh, seven-game point streak snapped in the last game against the Rangers, Kachuk, Matthew, seven goals, nine assists over seven games, red hot. And you know when these two go head-to-head -head steal, there's going to be something special from both of them. I kind of yeah. wanted to just cop out and do any time point for both of them. But I think Matthew responds. No points in the previous game against the Rangers held off the point uh, score sheet. Give me Matthew Kachuk. Anytime goal, my lock of the night. I absolutely love that. Those Kachuk brothers are definitely going to put on a show for all the fans mm -hmm. out there. And again, still, there's still a lot riding for both of those teams. Again, Senators not mathematically eliminated yet. So they're still playing technically a yep. chance of that second wild card spot. But again, so are the Panthers. They're not in the wild card spot. They're a point or two back right now. They need the mm -hmm. two points for sure. So it's going to be an absolutely wild ride between those Atlantic rivals and the Senators and Panthers. Those are our picks for Monday night. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Your first listen every single day. For your second listen, check out Game to Game. Every moment, every performance, every result. Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked on hosts can deliver. Thank you so much again for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow.